You're listening to The BizCast on the C-Suite Network. Welcome to The BizCast. You work hard in your business and you want to know what it takes to get to the next level. The BizCast is where we interview best-selling business authors, thought leaders, and C-Suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Whether you're the leader of a Fortune 100 company or your company is just taking off, what you're about to hear will help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Kevin Crane. Welcome to the show. With me today is Dov Barron, author of the new book, Fiercely Loyal, How Top Companies Are Keeping Their Top Talent from Jumping Ship. Dov, you say that the number one problem facing businesses today is a loss of top talent. Most workers these days stay in their current job fewer than three years, and companies simply can't afford that kind of turnover. What should C-suite leaders do if they want to cultivate loyal employees and keep their top talent? The number one thing you've got to do now, because it is a different market, there. we're dealing with a different generation, the millennials are not not bonded by the same things as Generation X's or Baby Boomers were. And one of the things, there's a whole list of things, but one of the things you've got to do is you've got to show up and be open. You know, we're all hearing about authentic leadership, but people don't really understand what that is. But what has to happen is real authentic leadership, which means there has to be a level of vulnerability and you must share who you actually are. Your book talks about the increasingly vital need for leaders to develop loyalty from employees and colleagues, but not just loyalty. You're suggesting the kind of loyalty that means your star players would stand up and fight for your organization because it represents something bigger than a job or even a career to them. What do you mean by that, and how do I develop that kind of loyalty? It's a great question. Um, you know, uh, we, we, in our generation, have had this idea that you keep people loyal by paying them more. And what we know is that millennials, that just doesn't work. I mean, it works to a point, but then it just falls off. And to get that kind of loyalty, they've got to become bonded to us. So it's not just, it's not just about um, creating loyalty by raising their pay, but a bond, an emotional bond. We, we have, particularly in business, we have sort of poo-pooed and dismissed and made it woo-woo to talk about emotions. But in fact, human beings, our driving force is emotional. It's not logical. It's not rational. And so we've got to create an emotional bond with our people. We've got to find a way to connect with them in a way that they endear to us, that they're not just loyal, but they're fiercely loyal. So as you said, they will stand up and fight for this organization because it's not a job. It's, a, it, it's part of their identity. They become bonded to it because it's a statement of who they are. And out of that is the the fierce loyalty and the pride of saying, I work for X, Y, Z. I'm part of this. You see it now with, uh, I think it's uh, Southwestern who've done it uh, uh, in the United States. And I think of the company uh, WestJet in Canada. They've made the people who work there part owners. And there's fierce loyalty because of it. They've created an emotional bond with their people. I'm speaking with Dov Barron, author of the book Fiercely Loyal, How Top Companies Are Keeping Their Top Talent from Jumping Ship. It's time for a short break, but when we get back, I'm going to ask Dov about a few of the specific tactics and strategies he presents in his book to create fiercely loyal employees. So stay with us. I'm Kevin Crane, and you're listening to The BizCast on the C-Suite Network. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Over 3.2 million new book titles are published every year. What are you doing to help your book rise to the top? 
Submit your book to become part of the C-Suite Book Club, the premier source of leading business books for C-Suite leaders, executives, and celebrities. Visit csuitebookclub.com slash author to submit your book today. That's c-suitebookclub.com slash author. You're listening to The BizCast with Kevin Crane on C-Suite Radio. Welcome back. I'm with Dov Barron, author of the book Fiercely Loyal, How Top Companies Are Keeping Their Top Talent from Jumping Ship. And if you'd like to get a copy of Dov's book, you can find it at the C-Suite Book Club. Visit c-suitebookclub.com and get it there. You'll find Fiercely Loyal along with a selection of other great books from our book club authors. Books like Display of Power from Damon John or The Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry by Scott McCain. The C-Suite Book Club features premium content from top thought leaders like our guest today, Dov Barron. So visit c-suitebookclub.com. Dov, you say that the next generation of workers isn't motivated by a paycheck. Purpose matters more than profit. You talk about the importance of meaning in your book as a way to create that purpose and that loyalty. What do you mean by the importance of meaning? Again, a great question, because I think that so few companies actually understand this piece. If you've ever worked for a large organization, on the day of entering into the company, you probably um, were given a package that outlined the corporate culture and potentially the mission statement. And the mission statement may even be on a wall somewhere. But as an example, uh, we were working with a company out of uh, Europe, a global company. We flew in the leaders from around the world and went with these nine leadership team. And I had the CEO I'd become very good connection with, and I said to him, you're not allowed to answer this until the last person. And I went around and said, tell me the mission statement of this organization. By the time we got to the last person, I think the CEO uh, looked more like smoke was coming out of his ears because, of course, people did not know the mission statement. They fudged it. They, you know, because it's words, it's not meaning. When we do the meaning piece, we look at, okay, what does this mean to me? As in me, the CEO, me, the CFO, me, the whatever C-suite title it is. What does it mean to me? What is my connection to it? Not rationally, but emotionally. What does it drive in me? And that creates the bond between the company and the the individual inside that company at a deeper level than saying, okay, this is our mission statement, blah, 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 or here's another 10, 20, 30, 50 grand a year. That only matters till it matters. When the money, when they've got enough money coming in, they're looking for something bigger. They're looking for a purpose in their own lives and they have to attach that to what it is they're doing. That seemed to be a theme that I'm hearing from the authors that I'm talking to. It's more than, it's a different sort of culture today that seems to be developing where it it really is more about the meaning and the part that the company plays in the community and so forth. So as a C-suite leader, how do I go about developing and presenting that meaning and those purposes to my employees and really bringing them in and linking them? Are there specific tactics that I can use? If you're a C-suite person, you're asking the very same question that Kevin's asking me right now. Um, you cannot, well, the answer is you cannot bond people to your organization if you're not bonded to it. So if you're there for the money, and you may well be, and that's the only reason you're there, you're going to have a great deal of problem working with millennials. 
So you've got to find the deeper meaning for yourself. And that's where it actually starts. What is this about for me? You know, uh, am I working for a company that I feel passionate about? Like you've got to find that connection for yourself. You talk a great deal in your book about being authentic and being vulnerable. In fact, you say that C-suite leaders can't afford not to be vulnerable. And you tell the story of Prime Minister Bob Hawke of Australia to demonstrate that. What is that story? Yeah, that's a great story. Bob Hawke, he'd been the leader of the Labour Party. He had done very, very well. He'd become prime minister. He'd previously been the leader of the unions. He was seen as a, as a, a working man's political leader. And, and so they loved Bob Hawke. And when he was voted in, he, he was a very popular prime minister. However, he was doing a pretty bad job. In fact, he was doing an awful job and, and the country was not doing well at all. And it seemed like he was not present. He was being called out by the leader of the opposition constantly, who was Andrew Peacock. And then something came out. There was a breaking news story that discovered that Bob's, Bob Hawke's daughter was a drug addict. And at the same time, there was the whole war on drugs thing. So it was, it was a horrible mess and certainly not looking good for Bob Hawke. However, what happened was once that story broke, and um, Peacock came out on TV and said that Hawke had done a terrible job. He'd let his country down, et cetera, et cetera. He couldn't take care of his own family, so he certainly couldn't take care of the country. The following night, the political system is different in Australia in that they have to give equal time, or they did at that time, they had to give equal time to, equal, to each party. The following night, Bob Hawke was on national TV around dinner time, and he spoke about the fact that his daughter, oh, I get choked up thinking about it. He spoke about the fact that his daughter was a drug addict and that Hazel, which is Bob Hawke's wife, and himself were bringing up uh, their granddaughter and they were dealing with the situation. The daughter was in rehab. It was a very sad situation. And Bob Hawke, this tough union guy, the, the guy who could out-drink and out-fight and out-shout, suddenly broke down and started to cry. And tears rolled down his face as he continued to speak and owned that he had let down the country and he was very sorry and that he loved Australia and he, he wished he had done a better job. It looked at that moment with Andrew Peacock tearing him a new one and Bob Hawke admitting the problems that Andrew Peacock was going to win the election. But guess what happened? Bob Hawke won. He won the election. And afterwards in interviews, I remember watching the news and in interviews with people. They went out into the streets and he interviewed people in the streets of Sydney and said, why did you vote for Bob Hawke? Yes. Why? This guy did a crappy job. His daughter's a drug addict. He can't manage his own family. Why? And they said, because he's one of us. And he won. The vulnerability was so powerful, it bonded an entire country. Now, a CEO would say, I would never admit that stuff because... You know, they're going to get, it's going to get me fired. What if it doesn't? What if it bonds everybody to you, connects everybody to you, and rallies the people around you? And the work that I do, the Fierce Loyalty is all about, is it's a leadership book, but it's not a leadership book to generate followers. It's a leadership book to generate leaders. That's where the Fierce Loyalty comes from, that everybody's a leader. And that's what happened with Bob Hawke. He turned the country into people who were around him and supporting him. That's Dov Barron, author of the book Fiercely Loyal, How Top Companies Are Keeping Their Top Talent from Jumping Ship. Get his book at the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Dov, thanks a lot for being my guest on the BizCast today. My absolute pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. 
that'll do it for this episode of the BizCast. Join me next time when we continue to talk to business authors, thought leaders, and C-suite executives to bring you an inside look at what it takes to succeed in business today. Don't forget to visit the C-Suite Book Club at c-suitebookclub.com. Great books by great business authors, only the best at the C-Suite Book Club. And if you like what we do here at the BizCast, don't be shy. Give us a shout-out on social media or leave a review on iTunes. Meanwhile, until next time, I'm your host, Kevin Crane, for the C-Suite Network. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by the C-Suite Network, c-suitenetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.